know what it is. Welcome to Sipping Champagne. This is Sasha Champagne, um, and we are going to have a really great show today. I have three people on here. I have my cousin-in-law, but that's family. Her name is Charmaine. Hello. <laughs> we have Andrew, and we have his girlfriend, Laisha. Hey, guys. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, um... Yeah, what, how you guys been? I haven't seen you since, like, high school, and it's about to be 10 years next year. Like, that's right. It's been working. Chilling. Working, chilling. Being parents. Right. Okay. Getting old. Getting old. Nothing really to do. <laughs> Just go to work, come home, get old. I feel it. I feel it. Um, shoot. No, I didn't. Weekend. No, I didn't. Yeah. Like, what'd you guys do this weekend? Y'all did anything crazy? We went to my mom's house and had a really great time. Got she got she was pretty lit. I got pretty drunk. <laughs> she was lit. Last night. <laughs> she was lit. But I deserve it. Exactly. Okay. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Mama needs some time. Mama needs some fun too. Thank you. <laughs> what about you guys? What you guys been up to? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. This weekend, yesterday, we got pretty lit ourselves. Yeah. Um, we got too damn lit. Okay. I had a hangover this morning. Same. Okay. Um. Yeah, I when I told y'all six thirty, I was actually still in the bed. Um, I really wasn't cooking. I was lying like shit. I'm done. <laughs> so yeah, that's my weekend. So today's Sunday, so we chilling. We gonna do this podcast and we gonna get it lit. Um, the next section of the podcast is called the Kiki. It's the entertainment section, and we gonna talk about Tory Lanez and Megan The Stallion. How y'all feel about that? Ooh, okay. Yeah. I wanna I wanna hear his point of view first. Have you listened to the album, Andrew? Have you listened to the album? You yeah. listen to a yeah. few songs. I this is how this is how I start I listen to it. I wasn't planning on listening to nothing, right? Not even downloading nothing. I'm scrolling through my, my Instagram and one of my people walked to my followed one of their stories, they had a snippet of this one of the songs. So I was listening to it. I was like, "All right, let me let me hear that song." So I go on YouTube. I listen to that song. So I'm listening. To, I'm like, "All right, the song is." I, he he seemed pretty adamant. Like, "All right, I ain't do it." She she know what happened. Blah blah blah. So all right, so let me listen to the album. Let me get a let me listen to it. I didn't say I didn't believe it. I just say let me, let me. I just want to hear what he had to say. Listen to the album. The first listen, I'm like, "All right." Cool. As as a music standpoint, cool. Like, you know, as a music head, beats is cool, the song is cool, whatever. But the, how he handled it, timing, it, it was it was it was a bad look. It was it was a real, real, it was just it was na- it was a nasty, nasty look how he did all that shit. 
So for a quick second, after I heard the album for a quick second, I was like, oh no, maybe I'm not saying Meg is lying. I'm not saying uh, my how I thought about it. I was like, all right, I hope Tori didn't do it, and I hope Meg is not lying. That's how I felt after my first listen after the album. And then as a couple of weeks go by, just, I was just like, yeah. He, he he if he did he did it because she's so she's so adamant. Tori did it. She shot he shot me, all that. So I'm just like, all right. My my mindset is like, all right. He did it. It's fucked up. Like, it's 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 crazy. I haven't listened to it yet, only because, like you said, the timing, the timing was just. It happened three months ago, and you gonna make an album to everything that you say that you didn't do if you shot somebody anybody who shot somebody i'm pretty sure is going to tell people that they are not guilty right then and there you're not going to wait three months to make an album just because you want money and get those views like you should have went about it a whole different way we sit here talk about we need to protect our black men. We need to protect our black men. But how are you protecting your black woman by waiting three months to really say mm-hmm. the story? You know what I mean? Regardless of Megan, because they're saying that Megan is out here, you know, um, I guess she told the ops and now he's got 22 years over his head. It's just, I feel like it's just way out of control now. And regardless, she's dirty for that. I don't think she should have went to the law like that. If she should have went to the law, she should have did that three months ago. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like, like I say, entertainment, I don't believe nobody. Okay? (laughs) I don't believe nobody. But I will say I'm going to stand behind the black woman. And if if she said that that shit happened, then for me, that shit happened. You know? That's how I feel. Like, she, I'm like, I guess that nigga did it, like, you just like I can't I can't believe it because you know I don't know what happened but it's like man at this point it's like man that nigga that ain't wild like what the fuck wrong with you yo I just, I just everybody involved her her friends it, right it, it, they hanging out with them goddamn white devil genders man I swear to God man hang on them motherfuckers something bad happened always something something bad always happened hanging out with them people though. I'm and then, sorry. like she said, like, with entertainment, like, famous people, like, it's always, like, a scam. Like, you know, like, they trying to get their coin. So I feel like it's always a scam. Like, they doing this for money. Like, and it's entertainment for us. Like, they know that. So I feel like they do this shit on purpose. Like, and we fall yeah. for it. It's sick. It's, 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 they yeah. got the, the attention they need. Right. And pe- people that in Hollywood, the attention they need, it's, it's a disease. They, yeah. They, they, mm-hmm. that. they need, it's... it's that's crazy. That's why I said, if I ever get rich, I ain't, I ain't, I don't, there's no need for me to go to L.A. or Hollywood like that. Sure. Nah, cool. Hell no. <laughs> cool. Hell no. Colorado somewhere. Somewhere in the, I don't know, somewhere in the woods. <laughs> I bet you do want to go to Colorado, huh? Yeah, just be you know, my little, my little log cabin mansion. Just be chilling. Nobody bother me. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Um, Lice, did you want to, did you have anything there? Mm-hmm. No, I just I agree with everything. You no, know, yeah, she, yeah, she's totally she gonna be popping in on us. You know, she gonna. <laughs> the next entertainment thing though is kind of like gonna go with the vibe of this episode. I want to talk about Cardi and Offset. Like, what the hell? I just. Yo. <laughs> 
what in the world? Like, clout, like you said, clout is a disease. Like, that shit is crazy. I actually watched her live. So if people are under a rock and don't know, um, Cardi filed for divorce. And then, yeah, filed with divorce in quotes. And then she actually got on live. I actually watched that live. And she just said, like, me and Offset are crazy, just like the rest of y'all out there. We toxic. We married young. Um, One day I hate him. The next day I love him. But we ain't getting no divorce. I'm just crazy. The only thing about her live that kind of stirred me wrong is she kept blaming herself. Mm-hmm. like I'm crazy it's usually me I'm that person granted yeah she's crazy but girl you know it ain't all on you because you ain't gonna file mm-hmm. for no divorce if it's all on you mm-hmm. that's probably the man trying to turn and flip the shit like always but like I just ah yeah Cardi- I, I, yeah it's it is the it's the man like obviously it's opposite is a dog I've been cheating since they got married but it's like at, at this point, I'm t- I, I, I don't care about it. I hear on the radio, I'm like, man, Cardi B and I'll say, get, get a divorce. I'll be driving. I'm like, man, I don't give a fuck, man. I'm <laughs> music, man. Like, I don't care about these things, man. But, like, yeah, they are young. They are crazy, but they do it to themselves, though. Like, she could have been left. Like, it's not the first time this man cheated. Like, she could have. She, he cheated before he even got married. She still got married. She cheated before he even got, she even got pregnant. She could have been left right. So at this point, it's like, man, dude, I'm tired of hearing it. Do what you want. Basically, you stay in school. You leave you cool. You got yourself into. Exactly. Like, they rich. So that segues into um, the first topic that we're going to talk about. Um, why do people try to compare their relationship? <laughs> Let's do that. Bless you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why do you try to compare your? Why do people try to compare their relationship to other people's relationship? Um, it's I I feel like before social media was social media, there mm-hmm. wasn't really that much comparing. Like I've watched, you know, girlfriends for instance is on Netflix and you see these relationships and there ain't no social media. There's barely cell phones. They call it on the house phone. You can't really look at other people's relationship and except the girlfriends, you know what I mean? And that right. circle of gossip between them, but there's not really people out here looking at other people's relationship. When it comes to like Offset and Cardi, you know, people, for instance, be like, oh, you know, they're so cute. At one point, you know, he bought her a diamond ring. It's the whatever princess teardrop type <laughs> mm-hmm. she got this car that car what ari was mm-hmm, ari mm-hmm. whatever brought the her boyfriend oh, yeah. yeah yeah like and now she's just the best girlfriend because that's what you're supposed to do you're supposed to buy your nigga a jeep and everything's right. gonna be perfect like so it's just like once again social, social media. media like yeah it's it's the attention like the the, the need to want the attention of like hey guys look at what i'm doing like, mm-hmm. it's literally it's a disease like they my brother told me about this this, this show they have on netflix I, for, I forget what it's called but it's about like how they people who make the apps use like certain algorithms mm-hmm. to addict you to come back to the phone 
I haven't checked it out yet, but I need to check it out. But it's good. It's, it's good. Crazy, crazy how how people think of stuff like that just to worry about what somebody thousands of miles is doing. Right. I I can't I can't understand it. But going back to the topic of comparing relationships, sometimes I don't feel like we're trying necessarily to compare. But when you see your friends getting engaged and having a family, and then you're still in the same situation that you've been in for a few years, you start thinking as a woman, well, what does he see in her that caused her to get the ring, caused her to, caused him to want to propose, like, what am what am I doing wrong? So you don't really necessarily try to compare, but you start thinking to yourself, like, when am I going to get my happiness? When am I going to get my family, my ring? So you try not to compare, but it just, it naturally happens. But like you said, social media does play a big part in that because you're seeing that. And even if you don't have social media, your girlfriends are going to call you like, hey, guess what, girl? I, you know, he just proposed to me or guess what? I'm pregnant, this, that, and third. So, you know, that just, that just happens. But my question is, Yes, you see your friends or you see, you know, your favorite celebrity get married or get pregnant. Why does that question of what is he doing, what does he see in her, why does that pop into your head when you see them? Right. When that happens to them. Like, why do you think something is going wrong in your situation because they're getting married or because they're pregnant. Like, why do y'all think, oh, like what does he see in her? What is he, what is she doing? Right? Like, why do y'all think like that? When everything in your situation can be but just bananas and bubblegum, like everything's fine. Like, why do y'all, why, why, why is that? Why does, I don't want to say y'all, like, why does some women think like that? Why do y'all, why does women, why does that happen? Why do y'all, why does that, why y'all do that? That's a hard question. <laughs> right. I don't it's hard. Like, and it just how she says, it's not like we try to compare. It's it's a I don't know. It just it happens. Like it's it's not a good thing. Like it's bad. You shouldn't think like that. But it's just like when you I feel like for me, like I set certain goals in my life. Like I wanna be this far or I wanna be this by this time, I wanna be doing that. So when you see other people doing it, it's like, well dang, like why am I that not there yet? Like, you know, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Like you shouldn't compare, but it just happens naturally. Like, and mm-hmm. it's hard to stop it. Like, cause it's a negative thing. And like you said, you could be exactly where you need to be. But to us, it's like, no, I feel like I should be here instead of here. So mm-hmm. it's, I wouldn't, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't call it a negative thing. It's, I would just, I, it's just, it's just a, like, it's just like a, as a man, it's like, you know, what? Because it can come, it can come out of, it can come out of left field. Like everything, we can think everything is great, and then out of nowhere, y'all can be like, "Why haven't you done this? Why haven't you proposed? Why?" Like, and it's like, and it's making you think like, "Why do you think? What, what's the rush?" Like, right? It's not like it's not like I'm not going to, but it's like, what is the rush? Like, why does it have to be now or soon or, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it all depends too on like your culture, um, how you were raised, you know what I'm saying? Because back in the 1920s, if you were 30 and didn't have kids and were married, you know, people were looking at you like something was wrong with Mm -hmm. you, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So 
we come in an age now like everything's pretty much different but depending on how you're raised or the culture because west indies like once again if you're 30 not married don't got a good job don't have kids you know they looking at you like you crazy you know so yes, i know Jamaican, i know <laughs> i was right, gonna ask right. you like <laughs> uh, you know my question to you is like do your parents you know are they do they ask you like hey like when are you gonna get married when are you gonna bring some babies um not necessarily they don't really ask because just because of what they've seen like you know kids having kids young and or having kids and baby mama baby father drama and all types of stuff so they don't really and plus they've seen me growing up so they they they're actually thankful and surprised i don't have nothing like no kids running around like as wild as i was not saying i'm you know had a lot of girls definitely but you know, just as wild as I was, they surprised that I don't have nothing. But nah, they don't really, they don't really ask. Like I'll be joking around with them, like yo, got some kids on the way, and they just like stop playing. But nah, they don't really, they don't really trip because you know they got enough grandkids. So yeah. <laughs> so if I have some, they're just like yeah, just, just add them to the bunch. You know? Well, I got a question for Shanae. So Shanae, if people don't know, um, she's married. She, you got married three years ago, mm-hmm. three years ago, been with her husband since high school. So my question to you is, wow. do people compare and look at your relationship as goals and wanting to be where you guys are? Like, do you hear that a lot? A lot. And it drives me crazy. I always tell people I do not like being labeled as relationship goals because everybody goes through their shit like every relationship goes through their stress through their problems and like me and Sasha always talk about it like you know I love my husband to death and you know if I had to do it all over again I would but it's just like people don't see that they see like I mean which I don't want them to see no negative side of us because that's none of their business Mm -hmm. but you know I feel like we have like in just this generation of millennials and stuff we have a big problem with labeling people as relationship goals like your relationship should be your relationship and how it sees fit like not what somebody else has how that because you don't just based off social media you don't know yeah you don't know what the relationship is really like like yeah you see pictures of us you see us out you see us doing stuff like but don't label me as a relationship goal because somebody else's relationship should not be your goal So it's a big issue. A lot of people do it. Like, I'm not saying I don't like the comments as you know, like, I'm so like, it's different when like, I'm so proud of y'all. I'm happy to see y'all young, y'all doing y'all thing, y'all great parents. Like those type of compliments. Absolutely. I love them because it keeps us pushing. It keeps us going to be better and continue to do better. But as of like, oh, y'all relationship goals, like, oh, I need to find a man like Laz, like, you know, just stuff like that. It's like, no, you find your own man. Like, you find me and that's for you. Oh you have yeah. your relationship. Yeah. That's your relationship, not mine. Exactly. Because your man may not be, they just see the outside. They don't, exactly. they don't see the grind. They don't see what it takes to yeah. last that long. Exactly. And I have y'all for lasting that long because that's, 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 that's awesome. It was High hard. Be with somebody that yeah. long, you got to grow and you're building each other how we see fit for each other. That's a lot of mm-hmm. work. And people think just because, I don't know how you say, how, how old are you, 26? Just because y'all been together since high school, that was what, 10 right. years ago. Just they think, oh, y'all been together since high school. They think because y'all met, like when y'all got married, they think, oh, everything's peachy and clean. Like, no, nah, y'all still learning exactly. each other day by day. So that's why I, 
y'all got married three years ago, you said? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's, that is still pretty young. But yeah. at the same time, I mean, you guys, if you if you said y'all, yeah, if you guys y'all felt it and y'all knew, and y'all made it happen and it's still working, and y'all, right. I, I hope y'all keep pushing and last many, many, many more years. Yes, exactly. And it takes time and patience and a lot of work. And I got pregnant young, like with him, he's my, uh, my first child, my first baby daddy, my only baby daddy, all that's like, I got pregnant at 18. So imagine that I'm 18. He was 19. That was hard. Like, but mm-hmm. like I said, he was the man for me because he stuck around at that young age. You don't see a lot of young men stick around and be there, raise a kid. And, you know, and he was that guy, like he was there. He did. He stepped up. He was being like, even if we had relationship issues, he was a father, like, he stepped up and he showed me he proved to me like no i'm here i'm gonna be here and i'm gonna stay here i'm not going nowhere yeah i i, I respect that that's what's yeah. up like i see i i feel like like him like even if the relationship is not working and i don't have to like you right. but as long as the kid is cool and as long as you as long as you're not on some crazy shit no nut shit and you cool or whatever like all right, we can co-parent, like, it's cool, like, but some people don't, they can't get their mind around that when they try to co-parent or they have a kid and the relationship don't work, mm. or the whole time. You know, <laughs> people don't know how to do that. Yeah. People don't know how to move like that. Yeah. Like, me being the single one out of everyone in this podcast, um, <laughs> you know, I've, it's just, looks can be deceiving. I've, don't compare I don't try to compare because like you said it is hard mm-hmm. to try not to compare because sometimes I do think damn why don't I got a kid now even though I know <laughs> or damn why, why am I not married by now why I ain't got no man but mm-hmm. to be honest I feel like me being alone or me being single in my 20s is okay for me mm-hmm. uh, because I the majority, because I'll say you two ladies got the good 30% in the world, okay? Because the good majority of these men, married men, taken men, in the inbox, don't ain't really happy, you know, down in their baby mother, their wife, their girlfriend, trying to find the next thing to fuck with, like, having a whole side piece, a whole double life, like... So looks can be deceiving. So I tell people, don't compare. Because I'd be damned. Half the <laughs> niggas that I know, I'd be damned if I would want a relationship right now. So it's just more self-love. Like, you know, been in situations where I shouldn't have been in. So it's like, you just you look, you see things, and it's you just got to find yourself. You have to have your own personal growth in order to love somebody else you gotta love mm-hmm. yourself before you can love somebody else mm-hmm. and like you said Sharnay, like and within that you two have to build mm-hmm. with each other so that's a whole nother level so whew. yeah <laughs> y'all got to start <laughs> amen <Great>. to y'all <laughs> amen <laughs> um so the next topic we good on that topic i think that was that was pretty damn good all right awesome. So the next one is, ooh, poor Andrew. I feel for him on this topic. He's going to be like, what the fuck? Why is the relationship at stake when only the woman is ready to leave? Yeah, poor Andrew. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. 
why is the relationship at stake when only the woman's ready to leave? So prime example, like there could be a man who's probably been cheating for 10 years and, you know, she's probably stayed the whole time, dealt with it, dealt with it. But now the 10 years has passed. She's over it. Now he wants to fix the relationship. Now he want to act right. Why is it, you know, why, why is it most of the time the relationship at stake when a woman has to Okay, I'm going to answer your question with the question. <laughs> okay. Why is, if, to me, from my opinion, if he's cheating and cheating and cheating, and then you forgive him and forgive him and forgive him, and then now you decide to leave, and he's, and then why are you giving him so many chances? Mm. <laughs> Cause I, I can think in a, in a man's head, if he do, if you do something, if if I'm gonna do something, say I cheat. Now I'm not saying me, not in my head, but most most men, most men think like this because they they weirdos, bro. They if they cheat and she take them back, in his mind he's like, oh, all right, well shit. I do it again, she's gonna take me back, right? So he did. Okay, but why cheat in the first place? I can't answer that question. I cannot answer that question for you at all. Why cheat? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. You know? I don't know. But, like I said, answer your question with a question. Why cheat? Why stay? After you cheat, why take them back? Because for me, I'm on the one strike rule. Like, Cheating is the, is it? It's a wrap. There's no coming back from that. We're not getting back together. When it's, we, we can be we can be cool later on, but if if we break up because somebody cheat, there's there's no coming back from that. So I don't know why women like I don't feel bad for women. Most women because when they they stay in a relationship because and they've been cheated on multiple times, like. Like I, I, it's hard to feel bad for that. It's like you, you, you keep taking it back. You keep staying. So it's like, how can you feel bad for for that woman if she keeps it. staying throughout the relationship? Damn. I feel like love is hard though. Like love is hard as shit. Like you know, because you <laughs> is it really that hard? Though? It can as a man. That's what I say. Exactly. It's different. It's different between you got uh, men and females. It's very different. Females, not all, but a lot of females are a lot more emotional than men. Like, you know, it's it's hard for some of us, I'll speak for myself, it's hard to let go. Like, I feel like love is, it can be complicated because it's like, what if, like, yeah, they cheat, you take them back, and they actually do change. But... A lot of men don't. So it's hard mm-hmm. to toggle between like, okay, well, do I give up or do I try again? Because, you know, if you just give up and say, well, whatever is done and then like that relationship is down the drain. Yeah, he messed it up, but it's just hard. It's love. I, to me, it's just hard. Love is dangerous. It's hard. It's a beautiful, dangerous thing. You, but like 10 you times, say, you, you keep say, on going. Uh, no. When you say uh, women are a lot more emotional than men, yeah. That can be a little tricky because there's 
men is the men are so emotional, so emotional as niggas for real. Like we may we may try to play it, but nah, that's so, true. So emotional. Yeah. So we may not we try not to show it. Yeah. Why I don't know. That's that's just some DNA type shit. I don't know. Like, but to say women just show their emotion uh, yes. a, a thousand times more than men do. Absolutely. But to say they're a lot more emotional. As a man, I I seen some emotional ass niggas like. <laughs> okay, so I have but a question. It's, it's, I got a question for everybody. Is it easier for a man to break up in a relationship, or is it easier for the woman? What do you think? Mm. No, that's a hard one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Podcast, have to take that. One. <laughs> that's I don't, I don't know. I feel like it's hard to to I can answer for myself. Like to me, for me, I uh, it's hard for me to like as a growing up. I I didn't like breaking up with people, so it because you know that's that's just mean. Like who wants to break up with someone? Who wants to be like right, yo? I don't want to fuck with you no more. It was, so I would try to find a way to tell them in the nicest way possible. Just be like yo. I think we should just, you know, cool out, but not show as much love, but still be friends type shit. Like, and it's just hard to just break up with somebody because they think. Because to me, if I if we're dating and I just say I I want to break up, a lot of people think like, all right, we can't talk no more. Like, break up. I don't want to see you forever. Like, not nah, like we're just not dating no more. We can still be. Like, you want to? You can still. Like, still see you dap you up and say what's good like as you day like we still be cool with you you know just as we not dating don't mean we can't be cool no more like but mm. i think it's easier for men to mask their feelings during a breakup mm-hmm. you know they try to play like if you guys do break up they try to play hard try to play like they ain't really crying at night you know but <laughs> you know with women like you said, we're more emotional. So during a breakup, we're going to lash out. Mm-hmm. We're going to say how we're really feeling versus men, you know, they'll try to see you and act like they don't see you. But I mean, which one's harder or easier? I don't know. That That's really hard. That's a, uh, that's a hard question. Yeah. I would say for me, like, Younger, yeah, I was like, oh, for goodness, he left me. But when I started growing up, you know, getting some experience, I am that emotional. I'm like, fuck you. We done. Don't talk to me no more. Like, you know, I'm going in on you. Like, you know, leave me alone. You did to me. Like, so it it is, yeah, we show a lot more emotion. And we, I'm just like, if you did something, I won't break up with you. I'm going to tell you about yourself. And don't talk to me no more. Right. I think, um... I think it's easier for women to break up with men because women, we break up with a man mentally way before we break up with you mm-hmm. physically. Before, we, yeah. we will yeah, mentally prepare ourselves for six months <laughs> before we walk out that door just to make sure we got our ducks in a row right. to break up with you. When it comes to men, I feel like if a man has a little ounce of love for that person it's hard for him to break up with them because they always you know they feel like you know like i hate to say it like we allow a lot of shit Mm -hmm. 
So I feel like if a man has that one ounce of love, he's still going to keep trying. He's still going to keep trying. You know, he might be like, I can't stand, I can't do that, but he's still going to try. So, but I just, I, don't, I think it's easier for women. We just, yeah, I, I, I would, I would have to agree. Like women, they be on the second, third date with the next nigga before, before they even break up with the last dude. <laughs> and they, that's, that's how far they are into this shit. Like they, they know when that shit is done, like. That's true. It's crazy. Like that. it's, it's crazy. It's like, and men move on. They move on pretty quick. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's why us women to kind of hang on a little longer because it's just like we already know if the nigga leave, he probably won't be with the next bitch like in two days. And it's just like, did you really care? So it's like we we try to fight. We want y'all to fight. Mm-hmm. And when we don't see, see that's that the thing. Fight, that's the that's a defense mechanism when we try to, cause that's cause we're so hurt when we're when we're trying to talk to the next joint the next day after you know we break up with y'all. It's that's cause well for me I can say it for me I've done that because I'm so hurt I'm trying to forget you because mm-hmm. I don't like, in my head like damn like I thought we had something good we didn't work like damn if I'm gonna if I'm gonna sit by myself I'm not gonna stay home all I'm gonna do is think about you and just be sad like nah I'm trying to get that out. I don't want to be sad, so let me get that out of my head and try my best to just mack on some shorty or whatever. Even if it's, I don't, it, to me, even if I'm not going home to smash or nothing, just talking and conversating with some totally different human being, a different woman is like, and you're out of my, not in my head, so that's like a defense making them I mean, type thing. It might be sick, but. I feel, and y'all could be feeling different, but I feel like if a man really knows his woman, he should know when she's not feeling the relationship. Mm-hmm. If y'all really have that connection, he should know that, you know, something's not right. And he should sit down and talk to her. Like, I feel like, because as women, we will start sh- giving you signs that we're not happy. Absolutely. We're not just going up and break up with you. Right. We're going to start being distant. We're going to start lashing out for no reason. Like, you know, I don't like the way you breathe on me. <laughs> like, you know, we're going to show you signs that we're not happy. Right. So as a man, you should already know, like, your woman's not happy. Uh, so, true. so okay, as a man, would, let's say we do catch on to that. How do we approach you to try to fix what is going on? Try like, to talk about what's... Yeah, like, how to, like, because so, so, some men, a lot of men don't know how to, like, Oh, I don't talk. I don't communicate. So it's like where like we see you, we feel the lash out. We know the vibe is off. But it was like, all right, at this point, like we're scared to do anything around you now. So it was like, all right, let me give you your space, you know, to because we don't know what to do. How we don't know what to do, or if we know what to do, we don't know how to do it. Well, for me personally, I would be perfectly fine with you coming home and just be like babe can we sit down and talk because I feel like things have been different between us I feel like you've been more distant so can we just talk about how we've been feeling that's for me personally I'm not speaking for all women I'm just you know speaking for me I feel like I feel like regardless men y'all yeah y'all scared to like just communicate a lot of things and it's like Regardless if the female lashes out or we get mad, you were honest. Like like you said, we're emotional creatures. Like we are mm-hmm. gonna lash out, we're gonna be mad, but an hour down the road, we're gonna be like, damn, at least he was honest and came to me. Mm-hmm. Like, babe, I really appreciate that. So it's like 
unfortunately with the man, you're going to have to take that lash out for the first five minutes. And then an hour later, we're going to come to our senses like, damn, like, this man was really honest with me. So it's just, you have mm-hmm. to communicate. Don't be mm-hmm. scared. And that comes with another topic on another topic, but open relationships, poly relationships. It, a lot of men would be surprised how many women are would be interested or would try if they spoke up instead of going out there cheating. You know, so yeah. it just comes with communication. That's the biggest. But that's the thing. That's the that's the scary thing to bring up because that could scare a woman away, and she think, "Oh, am I not good enough?" And uh, and then that can be a whole other thing. So it's like, and it's actually a, I don't know if you want to bring that up. What about the threesome? Yeah. Oh. I mean, I mean, y'all already recorded. You already brought it. Okay, well, I already brought it up. Um, and you didn't already said like open relationships or poly relationships. Him and I have spoke about like how would he feel or how would I feel? Because I'm. <sighs> we don't have to get deep yeah, into it, say, but I'm. I I love women. I do. I don't view myself as like bisexual or anything, but I just, I appreciate a beautiful woman. I think that mm-hmm. women are beautiful. So when it comes to like a threesome, we've talked about having one, you know, just for my pleasure, not even for him. And, you know, the rules would be that I have to pick her. I have to, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's for me. And yeah, it's, it's all you like, Cause to even have that conversation is like, oh, this is dope. Like, let me not try to say anything to fuck this up. (laughs) So she brought it up to you first. I yeah, I brought it up on like a just you know how would would you ever like a like a threesome type of thing? Like how would I feel type shit? Yeah, because like another question that we've talked about was like, why is it attractive with uh, for two girls to be making out? Or why is it okay for a guy to want a threesome with his girl and another girl, but you don't want a threesome with your girl and another guy? And, you know, I just, I don't understand what the, what the problem is with that. Preference. That's a legitimate question. Like, as a guy, as a, as a man, you gotta sit back and be like, yo, I, I, that's that's a real question, like, because you gotta look at it from both sides. Like, yeah, like why? From I, I look at it from her eyes, like, yeah, why? Okay, she's cool with the, you know, with the girl, like, but if I was like, if she was like, why can I have another guy? And I would probably be like, uh, nah, like, why not? And that's like, uh, like as a man, you're like, man, cause I don't want to see no man fuck you. But as a, if you, if you really sit back and think, like that is a legitimate question for women yeah. and you know and i know some women like that so it's like uh, i don't know <laughs> it's a hard question too i, I can't answer that for you but it's just like uh, no <laughs> that's awesome that y'all can like communicate and bring things up like threesomes and you know, open relationship, things like that, because it is hard to bring it up. I could say the easiest way for men, bringing it back to social media, you better find you a Twitter post, Google in Polly, Google in um, yeah. and um, be like, man, you see this post? <laughs> what, you, what you think about this? They tripping, right? 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 Are they you know what I'm saying? So, 
easy. You just gotta find ways to bring it up. You know what I'm saying? Oh, God. So, see, but some men mess it up because some men are like looking for a woman who is down for that instead of just right. be like, if she's not down with it, fuck, like, she's not down with it. Like, right. that's, that's, ain't, ain't tripping. But some men are just like, nah, she got, my girl got like girls. So it's like, why? <laughs> like, right. it'd, be, it'd be cool if she does, but it's like, why is that what you want? Like, I mean, it's cool if you want that, but it's like, my question to Charnay is since you are married, like, you know, you think about 30 years from now, 40 years from now, like, to spice it up, would you be willing to, you know, bring someone in or have, just go, have vacation, have fun night, like, have you thought about that? Just not saying now, but, like, 30 years, you know, you're married, right, you right, think about right. things like that. Yeah, I definitely, I'm not against it at all. I think it's something, you know, that you try it. If it don't work, it don't work. You tried it. Right. and. Right you go from there if, if it worked out you know y'all trust is a big thing y'all if y'all don't have trust then no do not do it because it's not gonna work out you gotta have that trust you gotta have that connection you gotta have that communication like she said set your boundaries what we gonna do what we not gonna do and mm-hmm. if it works out then it works out but I definitely i'm not against trying it at all because i feel like you know if you're in a relationship with somebody for that long you gotta spice it up somehow you gotta keep that spark you gotta keep that sex life going so if you know both both sides are interested and willing to do it then hey go for oh. it i'm definitely i'm not against no trying it at all <laughs> <got no> <laughs> oh no that was good we kind of like went off on the topic that's but okay. that was that was <laughs> <good>. <laughs> that's, you know we just that's go with the flow go with the that's what you do with the podcast yeah. all right i guess the i don't want to keep y'all too long um the last topic that we're going to talk about um which is so crazy so me and andrew have been wanting to record for like three weeks um and one of the topics was submission and the crazy thing is like the past week i've listened to like four podcasts and that's been the topic the past four podcasts this week so it's it's been a really big topic lately and um yeah let's talk about submission like my first question when it comes to submission is is there a difference between being obedient and being submissive because when you look at the bible and you look at the dictionary mm-hmm. webster obedience obey and obey or whatever mm-hmm. is in the definition of submissive but what i i personally think is a little different i do too because i obedient i obey my god okay okay i don't mind being a submissive to a man but a man has to be a man for me to be submissive you know mm-hmm. i'm not about to sit here and be submissive to a man who's out every weekend partying um every other day at the bar you have no job you have nothing to provide i don't feel secure with mm-hmm. you i don't have the trust is not there if all those components were together in one i would have no problem being submissive and a lot of people i was talking to my homegirl this week and her and her man was talking about it and her view on submission was being like i ain't gonna you know i'm just gonna say a slave like babe give me this um give me some food give me some water right now bend over do what you got to do and i told her it's not like that submission is more of you're not gonna go buy a car tomorrow without you asking your man you know what i mean they're Mm -hmm. gonna ask you babe where the hell did six thousand dollars go 
some things you do want to talk about with your man because that's just the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And it's not to get a yes or no, but it's to have that conversation. You have to either compromise or do something. That's what submission is. It's not just bending over it and jumping how high when they ask. Right. Yeah, people get that. They see that word and even they get it confused. Like, I don't know. You said you said the other day. You said you said something about it. Well, I feel like, and this is just me personally speaking. I feel like women should be submissive to their men if you are indeed a man. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a job, you don't have a car, you don't have nothing to provide. There's no reason for you to ask for a woman to be submissive to you. And then I do feel like there is a difference between the word submissive and obedient. When I think of the word obedient, I, it makes me feel of, of like trained, like uh, a man has trained you to do what he wants you to do when he wants you to do it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then also in the Christian household, the man is the, the breadwinner, the, the head of the household, so women are to be submissive to their their men. But like Andrew was saying, when people see that word or hear that word submissive, it kind of makes you feel a certain type of way about it. But I feel like because of what you see in social media with different type of religions, different type of cults that use that word submissive. So then when you see people that are saying that they're submissive to their man, you think, you know, it's, you know, do what I say when I say how I say it. But I I don't feel that way about the word submissive. Like, I feel like I am submissive to Andrew. I'm not obedient to Andrew, you know, but I I am submissive (laughs) to him. But that's just my take on the word, you know, because my yesterday at my mother's house, we talked about this. And, you know, she was saying that she is not submissive to her husband. She's not obedient to her husband. She doesn't like the word. She doesn't like the way it makes her feel. And so her and I even had a little debate about the word, me and my mother. But, you know, people just have different takes on it, different views, you know. But I, me personally, I do feel like women should be submissive to their men or not even to their man, maybe to like their husbands. Right. I look at it as like submissive. I think it's 50 50. It's like a, 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 it's like a joyful thing. Like, mm-hmm. If you're submissive, it means you're doing it because you like to do it and you like how it makes your partner feel when you do whatever is being done or such thing. That's how I look at being submissive. Like, if you, like, Laisha likes it when she comes home and there's no dishes in the sink. Like, usually, if it's like a, a two plates and a bowl, like, usually I'm like, man, that's cool. It's only a couple things I can roll with it. But Knowing that she doesn't like that, she likes an empty sink. I could be submissive and be like, all right, well, I can wash a couple little bowls and a couple plates, and I can go to bed. So I go to work, and she come home in the morning, and nothing in the sink. She's like, ah, yes, one less thing to do in the morning, you know. So right. something like that. It's like it, it, it can work both ways. It should work both ways, fifty fifty. Yeah, submissive is something that, you yeah. do as a joy. I think. I feel like a lot of people think too it should just be the female but it goes both ways like you said Mm -hmm. like I definitely agree with that it should be 50 50 and a lot of people there's a lot of debates on Facebook about that 
And I just feel like it's it's crazy to me. Like, yes, if both of you guys are working, both of y'all take care of the kids, why shouldn't it be 50-50? Why does it have to be more on one person than it is on the other? Like, that's how I feel like relationships end up falling out because one person has so much stuff on their plate while the other one's over here chilling. Like, no, you should right. be submissive to each other. It should be an equal thing. And also a thing of just like I feel like it's kind of just a respect thing like for me personally like yes I'm definitely submissive to my husband even something some simple as if I'm going out with my girls like I would get dressed and look tell my husband like babe this look all right like this good like I ain't showing too much you know like and that's just lies on a respect thing too if you got a husband at home you shouldn't be out here half naked for the streets, mm-hmm. like that's for your <laughs> husband to see. That's not for everybody else to see. And a lot of females have a problem with that. My man don't tell me what I'm going to wear. Like, but it's like, but why? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's exactly. not that's dope. And that's dope. I like that's that. how relationships fall out. Like, you gotta, it gotta be equal thing. It gotta be a respect thing. Like, you have to. I feel like to like, yeah. For me, how I was raised, honestly, a lot of the women in my family are very dominant um so me seeing that I love I love my family but me seeing that I've always said let a man be a man Mm -hmm. you know what I mean you don't like you don't have to do everything you don't have to be so just so hands-on let a man take some of that stress and relief or stress off of you you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. for me my ideal is to yeah let a man be a man um I was watching. That can be a tricky saying too. I mean, I don't mean to cut you off. Though. No, you're fine. Uh, let a man like some some things like something some things women can chime into like, hey, if if, if you feel away, like give the man some knowledge. If you go ahead and spit some spit some game to him, you say let a man be a man. Men don't know everything just because it's a man thing. He don't like let's say you don't know for instance y'all get a flat tire and. Man's over there struggling. He's talking about let a man be a man, but you know, you know how to change the tire, or you know a little something, or you know, you go ahead and chime in. Don't just sit there and let the man figure it out, or or something. Some things go ahead and learn us. Go ahead, give, give us some knowledge sometime. <laughs> You're looking at me like <laughs> I'm over here like I don't know about the chi- tie change. Oh lord, I don't know. No, that's probably that's probably a bad. That's probably a bad example. But, right, but you know. but I, I get what you I get what you, you, get, you get the gist. Yeah, um, I was actually watching Girlfriends. You know, I've been I've been like binge watching, so I might reference that a lot. Um, and sh- Joan, if you guys know Joan on the show, she's like the lawyer. Then she had her own business, um, own house. She's very sophisticated, you know, well-off Black woman. Um, So she gets engaged to someone who doesn't make as much money as her. So in the show, you know, she made all the decisions, was arguing because she wanted to buy a new stove for the house. And he, he complained about it. You know, he was complaining about it. And her response to that was, well, maybe if you made enough money, you can make some decisions. And I feel like with submission, I don't think there should be like breadwinner, you know, who's making the more money, who's doing this. Like, it just, I just, I don't know. When I watched the episode, I was like, does that come with dominance? 
you got to make more money for him to be for you to be dominant or how does that go like how would you feel Andrew if a woman you know came at you like that if she made like significantly more money than me and I would try to ask him like yo is that what we need right now and if she and I would try to make her see that point of view is like yeah, you you can you make more money than me. You can afford it. You can do this, but I would I wouldn't say no. We're not doing this though. I would try to let her see, like, yo, is this like if we do this, will this be all right? And will this be taken care of? Will this be cool? So I would try to be like that. I wouldn't because if she's if because at the end of the day, it is her decision. Because she if she's putting down for it, like I have, I have no say. So. But even the fact that she's even coming to me like, yo, uh, I'm about to do this. Because, like I said, if she makes more money than me and I'm living in her crib and the crib's in her name. So it's like, uh, like, all right, well, let's just hope. Let's just make sure this is cool after we do this or make sure this is taken care of too. So I wouldn't really say no. Just make sure, make sure, just talk about it, make sure everything else is cool before you break that bread. Basically, she make more money than me, so you just gave him an eye roll, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> 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 yeah, I guess, like, to for someone being single, too, for me being single for like a few years now, a lot of years now, um, it is hard to transform into that submissive person um you're so used to bringing the bags in the house you know you're so used to um change no, i don't know about changing tire yeah i can't lie about that one <laughs> uh, you're so used to just just doing everything on your own so you know i've been in relationships and i've been on dates where it's hard for me like i've had a man tell me like well can i do something like i got to, let me take a bag let me open a door let me walk on the outside of you and i'm just like i got it you know right. so it's hard for a single person who has been dominant who has a family of women who's dominant to kind of transform to that submissive person but oh, one day i guess you just got to find a man that's not insecure about having i mean yeah it's 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 like i said it's gotta be 50 50 like mm -hmm. he's gotta be like all right he gotta know like all right she's been you know dominant all her life now i'm in here and you gotta be like all right well i've been dominant all my life now he's in here so let me let, let him do a little bit and he's gotta be like all right let let me let her be the way she is but let me just get a little let me just help her a little bit so like i said it's gotta be a 50 50 type of type of thing but you know, you gotta go at your own pace. You gotta figure it out. Exactly. Well, that was pretty much all the topics. I'm not gonna do the vibe of the week because I really don't have one. Me neither. Did y'all have one? I don't really have like. I do. You do? Okay, good. Yeah. I What's that? The the soap. Uh, uh, Urban Eden. Urban Eden soap. It's black owned. It's all natural. So it's what's the what's the flavor? One flavor is like rosemary and herbs. They have different it's like ten different, different flavors, um, different scents. They do body butter. They do uh, soap. It's it's um and it's just natural products. All natural. All products. natural. No chemicals. 
black owned. Okay, black owned, and you can find it. Where can you find it at? Just Google. Well, they have their own. Yeah, they. You can Google them. They have their own website. It's like I said. It's Herb and Eden. Like Herb, the letter N, Eden. Eden. Okay, I like that. I have to. Uh, I'm about to get that because you know, especially for us chocolates, we like to keep our face and our face. Mm-hmm. You know, keep especially that with the, the cold weather approaching, you need that moisture. Mm-hmm. That's- because my face is already acting crazy with this mask on my face. Baby. <laughs> mm. Girl, yeah, you got to wear it all day All long. a day. My face is not mm. happy. Mm. Um, I don't have a black on, but I do. Um, on black owned. I don't have a vibe of the week, but I do always want to leave out asking the same question that I want to ask to the end of the year. Um, what did you learn in 2020 and what are you bringing into 2021? Um, I learned, obviously, you know, not to take life for granted. I mean, all this sadness that's going around, all this death that's among us, you know, just live every day to the fullest. Don't, and this is going to be hard, but try not to hold grudges. Try not to, you know, hate people for how they've done you. I always feel like, I, I believe in karma. And I really believe that, you know, people that have done you wrong, they're going to get theirs. So don't sit back and think about it, you know, and that's how I feel about 2020. What do you bring? It's been a shitty year. Um, my boy. (laughs) 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 Um, I, well, you know, I, I started this, um, Dread journey. I don't know if you can really tell. So the way that, you know, I'm trying to think of it as a self love mm-hmm. and patience. So going into 2021, I want to continue to bring self love and patience. You know, I'm trying to grow as my locks grow. So going into 2021, I'm trying to just take things as they are, take it for it is what it is, you know, so that's, that's how I'm going into it. That's what about you? Yes. Clean. That yes. is beautiful, clean. That is, yeah, I like that. That's what about mm. you, Drew? Drew, keep it short and sweet. <laughs> I've learned, what I learned from 2020, it's a lot of nasty motherfuckers out here. Mm. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. Like, there's so much hate. Yeah, in this world, yeah. hate. What the? It's coming. The hate is coming from the nasty motherfuckers out there. That's what it is. Nasty motherfuckers out there. And what am I bringing into twenty twenty one? I've been saying this for like two years now, but I'm really trying to. I'm trying to smoke weed less, man. I'm trying to find like a different outlet. Mm-hmm. When it comes to like stress, like, like when I be getting stressed, I'm like, let me roll up real quick and kind of find a different, different outlet to 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 handling stress and frustration and shit. She she be cooling me down. I don't know how she do it, but she 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 be cooling me down. But sometimes yeah. I just need the herb. You know, like, <laughs> hey, I understand. But that's what you're cleaning there for. Mm-hmm. They're there to calm you down, yeah. be there for you. Yeah. Guide so, you in the place. And she be giving me a wine, too. She be me, I got, she got me drinking wine. 
What kind of wine? Red or white? Well, I'm a big Moscato red drinker. Moscato. So, you know, I drink red Moscato, pink Moscato, regular Moscato. Mm-hmm. It's just Moscato. I, you know, he when he says wine, that's what he's talking about. It's, it's Moscato. It's not no Zippendale or, you know, Grigio. It's, it's just Moscato. Ooh, I know Taylor Port now. Mm, yeah. <laughs> that's Taylor the Hennessy wine. Okay. Well, she said it's the Moscato for me. Okay. Okay. Um, and last but not least, Shanae, what did you learn in 2020 and what are you bringing into 2021? Mm, 2020 has been a lot. It's been a roller coaster. <laughs> Especially, yeah, 2020 has been an emotional roller coaster for me. Um, I think, honestly, I've learned that not everyone in my life is there for me for the better part of it. A lot, I've learned a lot of people are there for their benefit and aren't really out for my best interest. Mm-hmm. And I have learned that the hard way, and I have learned to love myself and let those people go. Mm-hmm. And bringing oh, into twenty twenty one is what you said. A biggest thing about twenty twenty one that I want is self love. I have to do that. Um, and happiness. I need more positivity. Like this twenty twenty, the negativity has been insane and just dragged so many people down. So self-love, happiness, and positivity in 2021 has got to come. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I take my back. I don't want to stop smoking weed less. <laughs> I want to be... <laughs> I just, I want to learn how, in 2021, I want to try to be, learn how to be more patient. Yes. Like, because this is the most patient woman I've ever seen, besides her, besides my grandmother, like, I don't know how she do it, though, but it's, it's, like, I need her to teach me how to be more patient and start telling my people I love them more. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. We have to definitely tell everybody we love them because you never know. You start never know. for your people. Yeah. Just start looking. Yeah. Black folks just got to be better than black folks. Yeah. So look at us. Yeah. Definitely. And also what she said, don't hug grudges. Like, you know, if someone did you dirty karma, but just let them go, move on and let God. Okay. Mm-hmm. And says, let God handle it. Yeah. God gonna handle it. Don't talk about karma. God mm-hmm. gonna handle that. Let it go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I want to thank you guys for coming on my podcast. No Thanks for having us. Yes, Andrew. So- since you listen to podcasts a lot, yeah, you definitely got to come back on here. Because a lot of people ain't experienced with it, don't really, you know. But I would love to have you back on, and definitely you too, like this yeah. girl. I don't know why you was a little nervous, girl. You did great. Oh my god, thank you. <laughs> yes, yeah. And Miss yeah. yeah. thank you, uh, of course, girl. for coming on. Yes, always it was nice to meet you. Nice to meet you guys. Did you guys want to like put your social medias out there? Nope. Okay, she said no. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we ain't with that. All right, y'all. Well, it's been another episode of Sipping Champagne. Thank you, and we out this bitch. Bye, yeah. guys.